Good afternoon and welcome to the market wrap for week ending the 15th of October 2021. This is the APW market wrap with Stuart Williamson at the helm. Um, this week we're going to cover the upcoming interest rate hikes in the UK. What does that mean for buy to let investors? What does it mean for, for us in general? Um, you see all sorts of headlines coming out this week about uh, what's going to go on with interest rates in the UK. And the, the shock horror things are things like housing mortgage repayments to rise by 9% as in, and interest rate spikes in the UK. Hikes would hammer affordability. The spectre of forced sellers on the horizon. British homeowners to be hit hardest. Okay, let's just put this into context as to how we are in the UK with the buy-to-let market. You know, the British interest rate uh, policy is part of a global trend. In 2020, uh, 87 out of 104 countries tracked by the data provider Central Bank News cut their interest rates. Now the pendulum is swinging the opposite way. So far in 2021, 32 countries have in increased rates. In 18 of these, the rise is one percentage point or more. In Russia, it was 2.5%. Highly surprising, isn't it, in Russia? Uh, at the end of September, Nor Norway raises in bank interest rate by 0.25 percentage points to 0.25 and they've signaled further hikes to 1.25% in 2022 are likely. Now, the UK is very similar to Norway, we've had similar growth and we've had, and we've had a similar recession. Uh, we've probably come out of the recession better than they have. Uh, it's, it's a fact, you know, we just started the US with the most fastest growing GDP in the, in the world. Um, so you can probably look at Norway and think that similar sort of thing is gonna happen in the UK and it probably is possibly is. What effect will that have on the UK buy-to-let market? Okay, well, let's just see what the Bank of England is saying. The Bank of England have said at the weekend, they've leaked information, and, uh, and it's quoted here in the Telegraph as, the Bank of England rate setters quite often signal their intentions before they alter policy, which is now we're seeing pretty regular hints that the Bank of England is preparing a, a, a hike. Most recently, the Monetary Policy Committee member, Michael Saunders, said, I'm not in favour of using code words or stating our intentions in advance of a meeting too precisely. The decisions get taken at the proper time. But markets have priced in over the last few months an earlier raise in bank rates than previously, and I think that's appropriate. So bank rates will increase. The pricing is that they're talking about in Norway, which could occur here, points as many as three interest rate rises during 20, 2022 and towards the end of this year. The research consultancy Pantheon Macro expects effective borrowing costs on all mortgages to be 0.8% points, 0.8 of a percentage point higher at the end of next year than it currently is. Although these rises would be likely small and measured, but in reality it'd be the biggest interest rate hike since 2008. So what does that mean to your average mortgage? On an average £200,000 mortgage, I worked it out, or rather my colleague did, Callum, uh, that £948 would go up to £1,034. That's an extra £90 or a, point not, or a 9% increase in payments. Now, most lenders would absorb, absorb some of that, but it still sounds like a lot. So let's put it into context. You know, what else is going on out there in the marketplace? What, what happens if interest do go up? Okay. At current, we've got a fantastic rental income market going on. It's surging 
uh, in buy-to-lets in the UK due to the property shortage, the search for space and the repopulation of cities. Average rents across the UK have risen by 5% over the 12 months at the end of July. Rental growth hit 10 years high, 10 year highs in the East Midlands, 6.8%, Northeast, Northwest and Wales. Nottingham is up by 7.9%, Newcastle 6.4%, even Bristol, which is a super expensive city, has seen a surge of space going on, is up by 6.3%. Only, blessed, Aberdeen is down by one9 What unites all these locations is that they're some of the most affordable places to rent, and the proportion of income needed by a single earner to pay monthly rent is below the UK average of 32%, at for example, at 21 in Wigan. In quite a few other areas, the rents went up, specifically cities. Manchester rents were up by 2.4%, Birmingham 2.5%, Leeds 1.9%, and Edinburgh 2.2%. So it's a swing back. So the point I'm trying to make is that, is that rental growth is great. So if you've got a buy-to-let mortgage and it does go up, then you're going to be able to take a lot of the, the pain out of that because the, the rents will increase and will be quite easily able to charge more rent. So will this shortage, will this rent increases continue? I certainly I think so because early signs of the housing supply shortage, otherwise known as the demand supply imbalance, is likely to continue. Data from Knight Frank say there were 13 new buyers for every property listed in the UK in September. Over the last five years, the only time demand that it has exceeded that was in January 2020, the first month of the short-lived Boris bounce, if you remember that, after his election. The transaction pipeline indicates a robust sales volumes will continue to eat into supply. The number of offers accepted in September was fractionally higher than the same month last year, two months into the stamp duty holiday. Okay, about 88% above the five-year average. So rentals are, are supporting it, are supporting the market, and that will help us absorb some of these rate hikes. What's happened uh, since the last rate hike? Well, the last rate hike was in 2018 and since then rental income has grown by 13.7 percent according to homelet okay that's very positive what about wage growth okay according to the ons office of national statistics post-1945 wage growth went up by two percent per annum in the uk in the last four years alone it's gone up by 14.3 percent so rate wages are increasing why is that one of the main drivers is a shortage of labour post-Brexit, plus the economy is changing. You know, in rapid, rapid growth areas of the economy, we've got huge shortages of uh, labour. If you look at around the sort of medtech, biotech, artificial intelligence centres of Oxford, Cambridge, North London, then you know, they've got a 15% increase in wages to, to attract people to come there. Whereas the old industries are suffering and dying out. And so we're seeing a, a, a complete change in the UK employment situation. A shortage post-Brexit of skilled labour even goes as far as HGV drivers. I mean, who would have thought we'd have a shortage of those? We'd have to bring the army in to deliver petrol. So, you know, Brexit is having a major effect on what's happening in the UK. And it's a great engine for change. There's going to be a fair amount of pain on the back of that. But the point is, is, is change that was was necessary because basically real wage inflation real wage growth has actually been going backwards over the last 14 years 
So people actually have been earning less until last year with inflation and increase of imports going on. So you might have more in your pay packet, but it doesn't go as far. So to summarize, both wage and rental growth supporting the buy-to-let market is associated economic change occurring in employment and attitudes about how we want to live are driving house prices up and maintaining a shortage. The key to it all, I think, is the UK government is in more debt than it has been in any point since 1945. While interest rates do need to rise to mitigate the effect of a large amount of inflation, the UK needs more than worrying about inflation. The UK government needs full employment so it can levy taxes and it can get money back into its coffers to pay the debts that it's built up. And it needs inflation to erode away that debt. So interest rates may be, interest hikes may be coming, but they won't be going to a level where we've got hikes with hammer affordability, spectre of four seller, sellers, British homeowners, homeowners just hit hardest. It'll be, it'll be copable and the market will carry on. Thanks for your time.